I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, howdy, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. Still here what, on on iTunes or Spotify? What are you talking about? We're still here. We're still, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're not going. You know, we're, we're like in um, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Do it again. I'm not fucking leaving. Do uh, you got to go? Whoa. whoa! Do Matthew McConaughey <laughs> in that? Hi, I'm uh, Matthew McConaughey. That's not bad. Hi. Coming to you live from uh, Mexico City. Hi. I'm Matthew McConaughey. Come that was awful. Okay, here we go. No. Okay, okay, here we go. I'm going to do it. All right, all right. You know, when I was growing up, no, oh, Matthew. All right, all right, all right. Hey, there was some kind of people that came down. That's not going to doesn't really work. Uh, hey, all you private parties, welcome to another episode of Private Parts. Hope you're all swell and having a good day. Enjoyed the episode today. It was great. It was great, yeah. He's a great character, and I think he, I think he's probably going to have a great podcast. Should we say who it is? Because we haven't actually said who who's coming on. All right, all right, I'll intro him. Okay, you intro him. Well, he was born in 1990, <laughs> July the seventh. Uh, his two middle names are William and George. He uh, started off his career playing for the Eastbourne Sharks at the age of uh, 11, the tender age of 11. <laughs> Uh, he then moved on to Hayward Teeth at RFC in Sussex and went on to uh, gain 72 England caps as well as two uh, caps for the British Lions. Came uh, 
second in the Rugby World Cup 2019. He was in the England squad. Uh, famously, one of the uh, least professional loose head props in the sport. Who is it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Harlequins, Joe Marler. <laughs> Harlequins? Harlequins is... <laughs> Harlequins! Joe Marler. Harlequins is... Just shouting... Harlequin. I should say Harlequin. Harlequin. Joe Marler. Yeah, we had Joe on the podcast. Uh, complete legend, actually. Um, and he came on, yeah. we chatted to him. Had loads of fun, didn't we, buddy boy? Yeah, he thinks the toughest guy in, in rugby is... Uh, who did he say? Possibly me, actually. East... East, Nick Easton. East. Was it Nick, Nick East? East? Yeah. Well, that's all in the podcast, so you can listen to it all. And also, we hope you had a great Christmas. Is that, is that after Christmas? Yeah, th- this is obviously after Christmas. Is this, is this a New Year's app? It might actually be. Hang on a second. Uh, 30, 31st. This will be the first. 20, what, this 20, is the 1st of January. This is the first. Really? This is the first day of wow. the new year. 2021. So welcome, everybody, to 2021. We should say, hey, hopefully, if last year was not a good year, hopefully you had a great New Year's. Maybe you're hungover today. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're with family and friends. Maybe you're not. But if you, hey, we're your friend. We're right here to wish you into the new year, 2021. We're always here for you. We're always here for you. Happy and New Year, everybody. Happy 2021. Yeah. Happy New Year. And what a way to kick off the year, as always. Uh, a podcast we've been running for a long time now. We have our lovely private partners with Joe Marler. So he's 18 stone, 13 pounds. Hun- 18 stone. Yeah, 100, 120 kilos. 120 kilos, yeah, he's a big boy. And he's, he's, he's my height. Yeah, six foot. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Hopefully this will cheer you up or, or cheer you down, whatever you want. Just maybe. Just hopefully it makes you feel no, great. No, it's hopefully it'll uh, hit the spot. Hopefully this kicks off your, your year with a real bang. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe William George Marler. So, Joe. So, Jamie. So, so before we kick things off, mm. you... Turns out you've copied us. Why? Gone and got yourself a podcast. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Ah, well, good. I just, I'm just letting you get it in early. Letting, yeah, letting everyone know. I'm not yeah. just letting everyone know straight away that you copied us and you've got yourself a podcast. Wait, I saw someone else copied us as well. Yeah, a few people have copied us recently getting podcasts. But Are Joe you Marlon, guys, you guys like the, the frontiers, the, the pioneers, pioneers, the, yes, it has been said, the clown and yeah. tears. We're we're like the Shackletons yeah. of the podcasting world. That's what they say. We're the explorers. Who the fuck are the Shackletons? Even Ricky Gervais copied us, but he just covered it up by going and doing it before oh, us. Oh, he, he invented a time machine and fucked yeah. off uh, back 10 years, did he? And went, oh, I'm going to copy these pair of prats. Um, it's quite cunning, really. Well, I how you covered it up. Yeah. I applaud the man. He's really... And you guys are actually the inventors of it all. What were you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you took, I'm just concerned that you've still got this ice background on your screen, mm. Francis. Yeah, I know. It's just... It, it's. Is uh, that a police car at yours, Francis, as well? Yes. <laughs> it's like in your house. What is going on? Is it a police car is in it, your... Is it, well, it's just, it's just the windows are very big. Oh, talk so, it up! So, he's he's yeah. in he's in a he's in an ice cave that's being surrounded by police at the minute. Yeah, it's the only place I can hide. They've come to arrest Wim Hof, have they? <laughs> hey, Joe. So listen. So I, I'm actually intrigued. So you've started your own podcast. Um, I have sort of started. I didn't start it. 
Tom Fordyce started it and this guy called Steve Jones, who's the producer, and they set mm-hmm. up this podcast company and they were like, hey, Joe. I was like, yeah. They were like, do you want to do a podcast? I was like, yeah. What's the format? They were like, you just talk to people. And I was like, oh, that, that hasn't really <laughs> sold it to me if i'm honest it hasn't been done before either it doesn't sound it doesn't sound overly original but you know what the heck i'll do it because i'm getting really old and slow at rugby so i might say wow you're out of the ice cave into a 19th century woman's bedroom woman's (laughs) is that a maroon shawl what's that yeah what is that where are you francis just in my in my room. Oh, it's actually it's a lovely piece of furniture as well. What is that? <laughs> it looks lovely. As Art Deco. Wait, wait, hang on. We have to understand. So, so. Oh yes, B- I haven't sold B- it very well. It's the, B- the BBC. I assume they basically said we want to give you a podcast. And no, 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 no. If you uh, know anything about me, which I expect you not to know, um, but I'm the opposite of what the BBC would be looking for. Um, so it was actually two blokes that left the BBC to yeah. set up a, a podcast. And no, all jokes aside, it's, it's been great fun meeting loads of random people, um, like prison governors. Uh, I met Tim Peake, the astronaut. Oh, wow. So is there any criteria for who you speak to on your podcast or is it just sort of uh, broad? Whoever says yes is kind of the... yeah. Yeah, that's what kind a, of our standard as well. What about what? Yeah, but lots of people say no. So it's not really, yeah. Yeah. actually, no offence, Joe. We're not, <laughs> you're not on here just because you said yes. You're really, and I'm not entirely sure I said yes. I'm pretty sure someone <laughs> else said yes on. on my on my behalf, which really that's my fucks favorite. me off. My favorite, my favorite guest is when someone else says yes for them and then they have to come on. That's my favorite. And so they're not really sure what it's about, or you know. So, so Joe Marley, you're my favourite guest because you, you, someone else said yes for you, which I just love. Yeah, and I'm almost certain that I told that other person to say no, but they obviously live in opposite <laughs> land and said yes. But yes. I'm here now and I, li- I li- like the show. I like talking to random people mm-hmm. um, and I'm intrigued to talk to what you is guys. It that, is it, do, you find it, do you find it easy interviewing people when you haven't met them though, right? That, yeah. it's like a, it's like a weird situation how do you go into it how do you how do you start chasing someone you've never met well early doors i went for the vibe of pushing the barriers the sort yeah. of oh, awkward yeah. um environment as far as i could because i i often feel that the more awkward you can make someone the more real they become yeah now that true. sounds i know are you with That's me on this really true yeah i like that is are you both seriously agreeing yeah, yeah I, actually, I actually am agreeing with that. Because if you, if you know someone's, if you push their boundaries, then you know early doors wh- whether you can bring it back you, a bit, wh- yeah. what you can and can't say with them. Um, wait, it's, wait, hang on, hang on. So, sorry, go so what you do is at the beginning, your technique is at the beginning to make them feel really fucking awkward. So then you understand what the boundaries are. So you think go, you push the boundaries first and then draw it back. Go, oh yeah, I can't say that. If I make them feel incredibly awkward at the start, and they stick around, then I know, right, we're going to get something out of this. However, uh, it's like a three in ten that that happens. <laughs> it's not great odds, but um, I actually enjoy it more for the other people in the room or the other people that are listening 
that are squirming yeah, 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 at you. Yeah, they're the audience. Yeah, they're the audience. squirming, and I do it to my wife all the time in just around the shops or just yeah. introducing people, and she's like, "Fucking, please don't do this. Please stop. Just stop." And I'll, no, I no, I really enjoy this. <laughs> I really enjoy. But what is it? What is it about making people? Because actually, funny. it is funny. It is funny. But also, really, if someone said this to me, someone said to me that actually it's true. When you push someone's boundaries, that's when you get to know someone. Also, when you, um, when you, someone's angry or emotional, you see their true self. If you push someone's buttons, then you see, see someone's true self as well because they can't hide or, or disguise anger. No, yeah, you're right. I think it started off as a bit of, uh, a bit of fun because, like Francis just said, it's funny. To see how people react in awkward situations can be really quite funny and uncomfortable. But then it sort of developed into, well, breaking down those barriers often involves being quite awkward, often involves asking questions that you don't usually ask or do, do you know what I mean? So it's a little bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it also builds tension and then relieves it when you kind of realise that it's just, you know, it's not serious, right? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. So, but also weirdly, right? If you have that ability that you do, do work, Joe, where you can. Is it, hang on. Have you teed this up? What do you mean? Well, my phone's going. It's and it's the Mamba. What is it? What? It's Hugo. It's Monye. I haven't teed this up. Get him on. What? what <laughs> get, get him on. What do you want? <laughs> hey, Monye. Mamba. Mamba. What do you want? What's happened? What's happened, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Though. You alright? Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm Hugo. You. Yeah, um, I'm just. Is this a wind up? <laughs> no, I swear to God, it's not. I swear to God. Good to have to hang up on him. <laughs> Are you sure this? Have you not told him? I this swear is... to God. He never rings listen- me. He never rings me. That is so weird. To all the listeners who don't know this, I did a. Um, a rugby, uh, basically for the England World Cup, Hugo and I went to Japan to like film different things and stuff like that. And uh, we filmed a series for O2. And obviously, Joe, you were doing the, in the World Cup at the time. Um, and then Hugo's just rung you while you're doing the podcast with Yeah, us. I thought that's just because you're pals. Are you pals? Are you no, pals? Yeah, we are buddies. We are buddies. But I swear, to, I swear to God, I have not set that up. That's hilarious. I'm concerned that it's an emergency or a wind-up, and I just need to take it. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just having a brief se- uh, second. Uh, Mum, you okay? I'm good, mate. You all right? Yeah, what's up? Um, I was just touching base, really. Nah, there's something going on here. No, I well, swear to God there's not. I swear to God. This this is a white it's a fucking setup. I'm not it's having not this. It's not a setup. This, it's, this is exactly why I don't say yes to things, and other people say yes on my behalf, and I fucking hate it because I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone, and this has not helped my trust issues. Mate, is, are you doing a podcast with Judge Rinder? <laughs> Hey, honey. How are you, my lover? Yeah, I love I love that we're doing a podcast with 
Joe that has now become a podcast with you through his phone. But he has a habit of that. He just likes making it all about him. Do you know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's, he's such a drama queen. Like whenever I played with him, honestly, mate, the amount of times I've had to put my arm around his his shoulder and be like, look, mate, stop making it about you. It's about the team. Just relax, you know. And he still carried it on in this media career he's got going now. <laughs> The, the last 10 seconds that came out of your mouth is total bollocks, by the way. But uh, as, I can't hear you anymore. Can't hear you anymore. It's interesting that you have said that. I'm trying to make it about me because I'm now chatting to two people who I feel I've helped. Like Joe, I helped you in your early days. And Jamie, ask him who's brilliant on Strictly, but it all started in Tokyo when I beat him at, um, at, um, at a dancing competition in Tokyo, I think it was. I beat you at the dancing so, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to talk to these guys who apparently invented they invented podcasting, and now I'm talking to you, which we haven't spoken in months. So it, it makes me it makes me worried that something's either going on with you, or I, I swear on my life, this is genuine a coincidence. Right, okay, cool. Can we can we do it another time, or do you want them to hear it? <laughs> no, it's probably not needed for broadcast. Probably not. Um, he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to broadcast it. Okay, no, okay. I'll, um, I'll call you later. Who, who are you chatting to? Uh, Hello, Jamie, Jamie Lang from Made in Chelsea and Francis Boul. I think I've said it right. That's uh, who's a, he's, yeah. he's a diamond heir or something. And his wow. net worth is about 10 mil. He's, <laughs> he's spent a lot of his life back and forth in France and USA. Hey, he's done um, his research. He's done his research. And uh, yeah, they both seem like real nice guys, which actually wasn't going to be my like thing Surprising. I was worried that wasn't going to be the case because you know what I'm like mate you know what I'm like when we go out when we used to go out in southwest London and we'd end up in Chelsea or Kensington and I'm like what the fuck are we doing here we got yeah, what was that I, place I, I, with the hat the fez club what was the other place Mate, how do you go to Fez Club? Behave, mate. I tell you what, South West London, the streets of Fulham were like way out of your comfort zone. You love the Six Bells, an old school country pub, like anywhere. Honestly, you've got no, what was it, Mahiki's, where they bring all those like sparklers and stuff at me? Not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all that as well, to be fair, but there we are. Not having it. Look, I'll chat to you later, mate. I've got to go. Yeah, enjoy. Love you guys. See you, Amanda. Love you. Bye, they said bye. They said bye. Uh, so that's not a wind-up. We'll move that's swiftly on from that. That's not a wind-up. That was a complete coincidence. Really awkward, actually. See, it's made it like awkward no. now, isn't it? Nothing, Which nothing I makes love. It, no, nothing makes it awkward. See, it's impossible. The only time there's ever been an awkward podcast was when we had a guest on, but we can't say his name. Did it air? Yeah, yeah, it did air. It did air. So why and can't was, you say his name? Because I don't know. Do you know what? I actually don't know why I can't say his name because I could, but I feel bad about saying his name. I don't, I, I don't understand the concept. Um, you what? Why if, okay, can't you say he, the name? If you if you don't, this is great. Okay, is it because you can't pronounce his name? <laughs> no, I can say his name, but I don't want to say his name because I. He's, I what, he's, he's Jamie's afraid of him. I'm not afraid of. What him. will he do to you though? Like, what could po- someone possibly do to you? I don't know. They, yeah, what could they do to me? Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. 
First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. All episodes of Queenie premiere June 7th, streaming on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, no, I asked you. Who, Joe? If you don't, if you don't like someone, mm. do you tell them that you don't like them, or do you hold it back? Uh, more often than not, I'll have to either tell them with my voice or <laughs> with with my uh, distance, well, distance, or my <laughs> <laughs> or my my energy that I try Your and energy. channel towards them or channel away from them. Are hey, you with me? That sounds like magic. You're doing magic. I'm I'm actually really good at magic. What I find interesting there, right, is that your job is in a team environment, right? And you've played rugby since you were, you know, a baby. Do you, what happens if someone comes into the team that you don't like or you don't get on with? How does that work? In a team environment, what happens? <laughs> like, how do you Sorry, think like, Jamie would get on if he, was, if he joined the team? Mate, I would be absolutely fine. I'd be I, th- sweet I, think, I think at Quinn's, um, sorry, the Harlequins, um, <laughs> I think you'd probably fit in pretty well. I'd be fine. I'd yeah, be fine. you would. You know, the, the, you've got. There's a lot of boys at the club that got similar jib cuts. What's it called? Similar <laughs> cuts to their Air jib. Transplant. Si- <laughs> is, it, is it necessary? Is that what they call to... them? A jib cut. Uh, oh, you're mates with Dees, aren't you? DC. You get on with Danny, don't you? Yeah, I know Danny. I know Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, <laughs> say, you say it so like, yo, yeah, we're besties. Talking about the person who goes to Mahiki. <laughs> Where's that place where they do the sparklers? That's at Mahiki. What's the other place that you went to? The um, Eight Bells? Six Bells. <laughs> six Bells. bells. <laughs> no, the Six Bells is down near my local. So um, I actually live, like you spoke at Francis, you mentioned about um, distancing yourself from if you don't yeah. like someone. I live 71 miles away from um, anyone that I play rugby with. Uh, is that what? deliberate? Well, I'm just saying you, that you said that one of the <laughs> techniques is to distance yourself. That's true. <laughs> uh, do, you actually, do you actually, do you live in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, I live in the middle of nowhere. It's nice. What's your address? Um, it's uh, the Six Bells. Um, <laughs> chidding line. Fitting like Ch- Ch- Puddingville, Puddingville, P- pudding, pudding town. How come you decided? Do you, do you not like cities? Is that what it is? No, I love cities. I just don't like living in them. I lived in London 
or on the outskirts for three or four years when mm. I first started out at the club. But it's just too much going on, mate. There's too much going on. And yeah, to be is. quite frank, I can get as much joy out of going to the Six Bells than going to Mahiki with a fucking sparkler in my face. Like the danger of that yeah. is just bad. Bad. See, yeah. see, do, do you think? Do you think it's because? Do you think it's down to the, the potential distractions living in a city as well that you could? Are you one to Jamie? That's be... what you call them. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We are know you... what he's referring to, Joe. I don't think <laughs> are, you, are you? Are you? Are you a person? Do you think that because you're you're a sportsman, and also we just have to give you a big shout out because. You've you've had you know we're going to talk about this later, but you've had sixty six international caps. Your your research is appalling. Well, how many is it? It's seventy two. Okay, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I earn I earn about I'd say I'd give myself eight or nine, and the rest of them was either stolen or given to me out of injury crisis. But you take every single one that you can. Honestly, you I'm... make the most of them, but at least have a little bit of respect and do your research properly. I knew that Francis lived between France and USA. Christ, do you know what I mean? That's not even right. That's not even right. What do you mean that's not right? That is right. You went to Radley School. I don't even know where the fuck Radley is. (laughs) Come on. So you you did 72 caps. Thanks. Which is a shitload of caps. Thanks. That's it. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot of caps, but but what I say because you're a sportsman, do you do you? Because it's quite easily I th- easy to, I think to be distracted, right? As a as a sportsman, any sportsman, and especially if you live in a city, because you have you know you're earning uh, salary, you can go out, all these different things, you're known, all that kind of stuff. And I think the most important thing as a sportsman is you've got to keep your head in the game, right? Keep a low so, profile. Well, it's not even low profile. It's just, you know, you look at the best players and the best sportsmen, they're the ones who are completely concentrated. And if there's so many distractions around, perhaps you don't play to your best ability. What well, did, li- did living in London help Danny Cipriani's career? I, I mean... He didn't live in... <laughs> didn't he? What is that? That's left field for you, Francis. Has <laughs> he just Googled rugby players? Yeah. <laughs> um, in answer, if I'm, if I'm to provide a serious uh, yeah, answer be, to a your question... Answer, like, really. Fortunately, I was I was blessed with um, being the way I look, so uh, I'm a very niche market. So if you're talking about distractions flocking round me, there wasn't any. Um, and uh, I get your point because I've played with a, a load of players that have come to London that haven't been from London or been from a city. They've yeah. been paid a shit ton of money mm. and. They've got lost. It the term we use is they got lost in London. London has him now. You remember that hangover? Yeah. You know, oh, <laughs> Bangkok has him now. Well, London can do that to players um, yeah. who've got bags of potential, but you know they see the city life. They they're like, I want a fishbowl. Uh, where where else do you go? You lot go <laughs> something like uh, bougies. I want a fish. I want a fish bowl with sparklers at bougies, and I want to pay at least a thousand pounds just to show off and hopefully uh, go home with someone because of it. You know what I mean? It's like oh. it's so true, mate. Yeah. Listen, it is so true. But I, you know, Francis, we can both and don't pretend. You know, we were probably victim to that, not paying thousands of pounds, but being idiots and and thinking that going to nightclubs was a good idea until. 
you get to a certain age and then you realize that what the hell have you been doing and wasting all your time and money for so long just do it standing around a bucket of ice in a club right but i think a lot of people that happen to and and it's it's bad that you must see like you said so many potential freaking amazing players who don't make it because they, they just get bougies. <laughs> just they're just it's they're fucking just... bougies. That's what bougies does to you. Just I don't I don't want to bag bougies too much. I don't know what bougies is. Bougies it sounds class. Down. Oh, is it? <laughs> All right, Jamie, you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bougies. Um, yeah, no, it happens. But then, to me, that just means that they weren't that bothered about making it or making rugby. Um, or achieving what they wanted to achieve in rugby, but I'm not knocking that. If that's everyone's got a choice, there is always a choice, and whatever yeah. makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. And there's loads of boys that that didn't fulfil their potential, but had a fucking great time, and yeah. that look back on it, and they've got a great career going for them now. They look back on it and go, "Yeah, I could have gone on and got 10, 20, 30 England caps. I could have done this. I could have done, but I still had a fucking great time. So fair play to them. But but not everyone. Like I would assume, right? Everyone has the same dream right when you go and start playing a sport especially rugby and the same dream is to play for England that's what you want to do right uh, or is it not the case I don't no, Harlequins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the mighty quins um, <laughs> no I don't I can't really answer for everyone else. are you asking me to answer on behalf of every rugby player yeah on, that's on behalf right, of yeah. the rugby Joe community Marla. the Joe. rugby playing community Joe, Joe, I want you to answer behalf, for everyone <laughs> On behalf of the rugby community in England, uh, I haven't got a fucking clue what all their dreams are. Um, my dream was to well, be... Well, you should. You should. Know I should, yeah. My dream was to just... It was never really a dream, to be honest. It was just something that sort of fell in my lap and I got the opportunity to do it. And I've lived as an, an imposter in this sport for the last 12 years and it's been fucking brilliant. Do you feel imposter syndrome? You haven't got imposter syndrome, Joe. That No ways. You were... that's, a, that's a legit syndrome, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a legit syndrome. You don't have imposter syndrome. There's no ways. Can because... you dis- can you describe the syndrome and I'll tell you well, whether you I've feel, got it or not? You feel like an imposter in... You feel like you've <laughs> been Google given undue uh, responsibility or opportunity because, and you don't feel like you belong in, in the environment you... Uh, you exist in so is it is it like being is it like being a vicar who's an atheist yeah or it's, it's yeah. like or it's like it's like being asked to be or be given uh, the role of being a vicar even okay. though you're you know you're an atheist. here we go imposter syndrome <clears throat> imposter syndrome also known as imposter phenomenon phenomenon <laughs> can you do that again <laughs> imposter phenomenon perfect is that right there's no m at the end of it <laughs> phenomenon <laughs> It's phenomenon. 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 How would you pronounce this before we move on to phenomenon? Mawam. How do you how do you know what I'm about to say? Well, because you held it, I thought you had up a Mawam. Oh fucking hell, you've ruined the illusion. Would you say Mawam? Mawam. What would you say? Someone the other day yeah, someone the other day I said, Oh, I'll get you some Mawams. They were yeah, I'd love some moms. I was like, no, 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 no. It's not that in the slightest. That's not even close. It's Mawam. Wait, just quickly, dude. When I said Mawam, were you like, what the fuck? How does he know that? I did yeah, I went, how do you know? But then I forgot we're on screen, not on a podcast. <laughs> so it's really fucked me off. So you can Wait. see where I'm at now. You can see the faces I'm doing. 
Yeah, wait, what does that sticker say on your wall? That says <laughs> that says Jasper's room. Jasper's room. Yeah. Ah, Jasper. So my real name is isn't Joe. Um, my, not, my real name's real Jasper, name's Jas- and I'm <laughs> really not, into boys room. Ninjago Lego. Uh, oh, they Lego. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hang on. Going back to imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments, and has a persistent internalized fear of being being exposed as a fraud. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, you've nailed it. Yeah, that well, is he spot didn't, on. He didn't write that definition. Did you not write that? <laughs> no, no, have I you read that? that. Yeah, have no, you read that from somewhere? Yeah, I read it from Google. I can see you. I should know that. Yeah. Wait, but so, but you definitely don't have that because, mate, you were, you know, England under 18 72 caps. You were England under 18 captain as well. Francis has done his research. See, yeah. you know, he's put some effort into this episode because it matters. You know, Jamie. Yeah, it really, really matters. <laughs> okay, fine. Where did Where did Joe first play rugby? Then Francis gone. Uh, he plays at Hayward Heath RFC. He's so okay. close. That's East, not bad for Eastbourne, him. Eastbourne. <laughs> He's on his laptop. Eastbourne, this is bullshit. R- Eastbourne RFC. This is complete horseshit. I don't know even know why I'm. Uh, what am I doing? Days, do you need me to come down? Days, Nietzsche. Uh, yeah, no, we're just wrapping it up. Yeah, sorry. Got to go now. Been great, no, lads. All the best. Yeah, you can't go. You're not allowed to go. But what we can do, right? Just to give Eastbourne a break. Sharks, maybe? Yeah, it was Francis. You've nailed it. I like it. <laughs> right, what we can do just now is, Francis, why don't we have a little break? Why don't we have uh, the question of the week? Oh, yeah. What was the worst year in history? <laughs> what? Surely that is subjective. <laughs> no, it's as voted by historians. Just historians got to vote. Yeah, because not everyone is... is, is all right, let, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's quite... <laughs> It's quite. It's quite long ago. So there's. You're you're going to provide some sort of answer to this yeah, after the yeah. break, are you? Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to say what. What. Which year you think it was? Yeah, but there's no right answer. There's no right, right or. Okay. Sorry, there's which, no which wrong year answer. Was the worst for the human race. I'm not. This is fucking bullshit. I'm not. I've just answered you. It is completely subjective. Your right. your worst year in your history is different to my worst year. Okay, was and it, it's different what, what, to Paul Simon's worst year. Imagine the shit he's gone through. Joe, Joe, you have to answer the question. You got to give an answer. You have to give an answer to the rules of the podcast. Um, human in in human history. Yes, human in, history. Well, sure. yeah. Human history, Have, yeah. Has, has the human race... Uh... Yeah, it's existed for... Yeah, but has it, has it ever been wiped out before? <laughs> has the human race... Just Did, to... Hang on, didn't has... all the humans that were around... Were there humans with dinosaurs? Uh, well, I mean, obviously we, we, we uh, arrived... At, uh, at, at you know where we are today. You know, we, we existed alongside um, dinosaurs in some shape or form. Uh... But you mean the humans? Humans have never been wiped out and then re-evolved. Oh, okay. What do you think it is, Joe? I'm I'm going to go with uh, when was that massive fire in London? <laughs> the Great Fire of London. Yeah, the Great 1605. Fire. 1605. Was it? You think That's so? It's a, a very very centric view of. of <laughs> I thought I was talking to where two London <laughs> of the like, world. Londonites, you're you're a pair of Londonites, aren't you? You, you, you rule in Africa. Going, that was a terrible fire in London, wasn't it? Ruined my year, that. Yeah, but there was obviously that provided that, that big 
big fire in London provided a massive smoke cloud across the world. So it would have, it, it, in Africa, it might have like sh- shadowed it a little bit. And th- there might have been some ash. Remember that ash cloud in Greece? Fuck's sake. Um, I gave you a stupid answer to your stupid question. I don't know what more you want. I gave my first answer at the start right, okay. and then you insisted. Is that your final answer? He's locked it in. He's going for the Great Fire of London. Okay. But do you know yeah, what the year great, that was? The Great Fire in 1066. <laughs> that was a Battle of Hastings. Thank you. 1 0. Too easy. Thank you. Too easy. Well, uh, do, uh, do you two get to answer this? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I, I think, know the answer. I think it's going to be. I don't know. I mean, is it quite, maybe it's quite recent? Recent? Yeah, is it it's got to be is it maybe due to covid? You, so you think it was this year? <laughs> God. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2020. This is bo- this is this is bollocks. <laughs> what is he on? All right. You're hey, high. Listen. Are you high? Hey, hey Joe, listen. Uh we're going to hey. we're going to stop there for part 1 cuz we're going to be back in a second with part 2. There's two parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a whole another bit to go, baby. Get ready for it. Strap yourself in. And you will find out the uh, worst year to be alive yeah. in history. Yeah. You're going to love it. Don't worry about it. So we'll see you in part 2. Is it a pretend part or are you actually let me go for a little bit? No, you, you it's a pretend part. So you basically just you, oh, you say stop now and then we straight get back into it. So see okay. everyone in in part 2. Okay, bye then. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.